welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Wait Before You Swipe, the dating podcast where we explore dating through others, friends, air tasker people, random people. Welcome back. It's so nice to have you all here. We are coming at you from Melbourne, Victoria in a suburb. The postcode starts with a three. And oh my goodness, we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot because last week's episode reached 749, couldn't be 750, 749 total listens. And we are so, oh no, press the wrong sound effect. No, 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 that's not it. It's been a while. We're a bit rusty. Is it? I'm looking for the applause. No, that's a laugh. There it is. 749 listens. Thank you so much. I need to get a better grasp on these sound effects. Today, we are doing a bit of a different episode. We are talking about disaster date stories. So this is going to be a very fun one. I used to watch a show on MTV called Disaster Dates and dear me, it was hilarious. Um, This concept is nothing like that, but cannot wait to hear about some of these stories. As always, we are sponsored by our very, very nice friends, Fun Lab. Fun Lab, that is Strike, Holy Moly and Archie Brothers. And our guest today will be receiving two times free passes to Holy Moly. So thank you so much to Fun Labs for sponsoring us. And for people who uh, haven't been to them in a while, go get down to Holy Moly. Get down to, you know, Archie Brothers, get down to Strike. All right, as usual, we like to raise the energy, even though I feel like I'm in such a good mood. I've been in a good mood all week, but... I want to play this thing. So there's this guy on Instagram and he basically uses AI to somehow generate voices for singers that have passed or are no longer with us. And he's done it for Elvis and he's put Elvis's voice with the song Baby Got Back. And gosh, I'm just going to play a little bit of this song because it gets me in such a good mood. Let's go into my DMs. Here we go. Oh, I like great butts and I cannot lie. You are the brothers I can't deny it. And when the girl walks in with an itty bitty weight stand around in your face, you get strong, you get strong, you get strong. The deep in the jeans she's wearing, I looked and I can't stop staring. Baby got back. Oh, it's so good. There is actually a full version of that on his Instagram. They do the second verse, and oh, I can't stop listening to it. It gets me excited every time. All right, we're going to get right into today's episode, which is disaster dates. So we're going to call three people that I've nominated. I'm just posting the task now who are going to receive two free passes to Holy Moly. We love Holy Moly. It is a great place to take people for dates or your mates for a fun night out or your family or your friends or whoever. I said mates, friends, same thing. Let's get into it. Our first caller is Alexander. Let's give him a call. So today's episode is disaster date stories and yeah, very keen to hear about your story. Why don't you tell us what happened on your disaster date? Oh, an interesting one. Um, the only one that really ever stands out from all my um, dating experiences. Uh, so what happened was I was seeing this girl for a bit, well, now maybe on a couple of dates, two, three, four dates. Yep. Uh, we went on a date, went to have some dinner and then we went to a park um, in Western Sydney. Cool. And we were trying to walk downstairs and she fell down a flight of stairs, man. Um, <laughs> she scraped her knee, scraped oh. her elbow. Um, look, it was pretty bad for her. She was crying, but, mate, I couldn't help but laugh. I was oh, I no. was trying to hold my laughs back in. Um, oh, no. It was terrible. It was funny, but it was um, it was terrible for her. Um, yes. She was in pain and stuff. Um, and all I can say is she never saw me after that. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So, was she expecting uh, some better treatment from you? Were you, you, you? You're not trained in CPR or first aid or? Funnily enough, I do actually have a first aid license now, but I did not have that back then. <laughs> that prompted you to get it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I drove it home. You know, I was still nice after it, but yeah, generally I just couldn't help but laugh um, at the misfortune of hers, yeah. Gee, did, now when you laugh, is that because you tried to like make light of the situation or generally because you just found it funny? I uh, generally, honestly, it might sound bad, but I generally just thought it was funny. Like the way oh, no. she just fell down the stairs at a park, like how oh, no. random is that? And how many times have you seen that happen? I can't recall the last time I saw that happen. And this was after a nice dinner as well, right? Yeah, it was nice. You know, it was like middle of the night, uh, not too late, like 8, 9 p.m. on a summer's day, a couple, like two years ago, man. It was it was a nice day and all of a sudden that happened. So, how, how yeah. Do you, how do you think she felt after, like, obviously you debriefed with your friends. She probably debriefed with her friends. What do you think? Do you think there's a there's two different sides of the story? Like, do you think she has a different can, version? I can almost guarantee you that she probably does. I mean, she was crying, so that must have been, like, terrible for her. Mm. I was trying to reassure her that, like, hey, it's fine. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to. Do anything about the situation. It is what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I'm sure she'll remember me by that. Um, oh, in, in her yeah. version, I think she said you pushed her. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what? I would not be surprised. <laughs> oh, no. I would not be surprised. <laughs> oh no. So um. So yeah. So after that, did you like? Did you? Is it something that you mention again, or like, do you say, oh no, you know, let's just forget about it. It was just something small that happened, or was this like you just didn't speak much after that? With her, it just kind of just died out. Uh, but I have mentioned it to like other girls and other dates. Um, it's like a funny story. And honestly, everyone's found it funny. So right. I kind of, you know, I'm going to say I'm a little comedian. But yeah, that's just my little story. <laughs> hey, look, if you fell, I, I would have used it as, as an opportunity to say, hey, I'm just falling for you. But, you know. Oh, my God. I should have <laughs> done that. But you know, when a girl's crying in front of you, you can't really do that, eh? <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've Sadly, it, it's sad when someone cries in front of you. But especially when it's due to something like falling down the stairs. I, I don't know how... Uh, I will deal with that, but um, it sounds like laughter was your your answer in the situation. But sadly, yeah, honestly, no. and it was probably the wrong answer. But hey, um, <laughs> you live and you learn. I guess I was just trying to see the humor in it. That's you right. live and you learn. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. And, and I'm sure the next time you go to a restaurant or, or to a park, you'll take the elevator. <laughs> if there is one, mate, uh, escalator or the disability stairs, I'm going up the ramp. I'm not. I'm not taking the stairs anymore. Love it, love it. That's so good, Alex. That's actually a great story. I appreciate you joining us today. I will be in touch with your holy moly vouchers. But take it easy on the golf, please. Don't don't want any girls like getting hurt in golf or anything. But yeah. no, no, I'll try fun. not to. Awesome, mate. Good on you. Thank you. Bye. Awesome. All right. So that was Alex. And now we've got our second caller, which is Renee from Airtasker. Renee, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. So we're talking about disaster dates today. Do you have a story for us? Yes, I do. Go for it. Um, so I was going to go on a date with this guy. Um, I, sh- I should say we had like seen each other previously, but then it'd been maybe like a six-month gap. So mm-hmm. we were like trying to rekindle things again. Nice. Um, I was really excited for the date and like keen to see what had happened. So I'd like prepped and primed for the date. Um, and then was on my way, oh, I was living with my parents at the time too. So I told them like, I wasn't going to be home for dinner. I was going to be gone for a while. Um, and we didn't really talk about like boyfriends and that sort of stuff. So, <laughs> right. I, so, um, yeah. So anyway, I left for the date and on my way there, I got a message to say that he had stood me up what? and I was like, great. What am I know? What am I going to do? I've got like hours to kill. Um, and look, I was due for a doctor visit, so instead I went to the doctor and I got a pap smear and an STD <laughs> test done instead. <laughs> oh no! I, oh no! Oh wow! So you had a date I, with your doctor? Yeah. Well, I figured I'd put the effort in, so someone may as well have seen my handiwork. <laughs> oh, gee. So, uh, yeah. I mean, this is. I guess this isn't. Is, this isn't exactly a PG-rated. Podcast. So I suppose you were looking for that sort of action and you got it, but just from the doctor, not the date. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, dear me. So, okay. Now, a couple of things to talk about with this. One, I'm so sorry for our gender. Assuming he's male and I'm, I'm male as well. I apologize on behalf of us. That is not nice at all to stand someone up, especially when you're excited and prepped and on your way. That's number Thank one. Thank you. Number one. Yeah, like yeah. it was 15 minutes before. Tell me yesterday. Yes, exactly. Where were you going, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we're going out for dinner and then for some drinks. So, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, that's like a really fun night. I honestly cannot comprehend how people do that. Yeah. That's shocking. Um, but you made the best out of a bad situation, which is good. I got something ticked off the to-do list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lucky that guy wasn't and on your to-do list. No, no. And it was all good. <laughs> Results are great. Everything was oh, fine. fantastic. Good to um, know. And yeah, now I guess I just have a good punchline. Yeah, that's right. And a, good, and a, and a certificate for the next guy. You're all clear. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so what, what happened? Like, because this is some, someone that you tried to rekindle with. What happened after that? Was this a, I hope. And, you know, of course, no Nothing. judgment. But, yeah, fantastic. So he's out. He's gone. Nothing. Beautiful. He's gone. It was, see you later. I, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Um, and I was about to be going overseas anyway. Right. So I think it was like a last ditch of him realizing, oh, she's leaving. And then yeah. he just, so I left. Like, yeah, I went to Europe. His loss. I, I love that you uh, have such a good, uh, I guess you can, t- like I said before, you've turned this into a positive and uh, you can talk about it with a bit of a laugh because a lot of people would probably not respond that positively to being stood up, which is not a nice feeling. Yeah, no. I just was like, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then when you yeah. got home, uh, did the family ask how the date went? Or, um, oh, I actually can't remember. Oh, you didn't I, actually I, tell them they, you went on a date. I might have made that up. So yeah, no, you, you went home. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I just I told them I had plans. I think potentially mm. I told them I was seeing friends. Yeah. So right. they probably just been like, "How's Sally?" I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Sally's <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, Dr. cool. Sally. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. And now, so you're in Victoria, right? That's where we are yeah. as well. Um, have you ever yeah. been to Holy Moly before? I have, yeah. Cool. Well, you, well you're going friends. again because <laughs> you're getting two oh free God, vouchers. Yeah. So two free vouchers. You, you can take a date there, hopefully one that doesn't stand you up. Um, not that, you're definitely not the type of girl to um, be stood up, by the way. I can tell straight away from your personality. Um, so hopefully you enjoy those vouchers and hopefully that guy – um, learns from this because it's not a nice thing to do. I'm just so angry no. on behalf of all of us. Thank you. We should hit him with a golf it. club. Let's go together and hit him with a golf club. Fire golf balls. Oh my at God, him. yes. That's it. Let's go. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Thanks so much for your time, Renee, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Good night, bye. Cool. All right. So I'm with Patrick now. And Patrick, um, today's episode is Disaster Dates. Do you have a story for us? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a sort of quick, quick, nasty story, though. Oh, no. We're on a date with this, this uh, half-Pakistani, half-Indian girl. She's real beautiful, but um, ended up going to an Indian restaurant, her favorite, yep. and then polished off at a Mexican restaurant with a few margaritas. Yeah. Um, we did end up at my place, though. Unfortunately, you'll find out. But, um, yeah, we had a bit of wrestling, and, you know, I had a, had a good night with her. But <laughs> towards the middle of the night, she sounded asleep, and I was half Tossing and turning and on my phone, oh, no. still half drunk. And then I've heard it. She just let up a, a huge fart in my bed, <laughs> which I thought I thought I'd blow it over, you know, try to get back to sleep, you know, just not, not to embarrass her. But I've lifted the covers and fucking she's left a massive skin mark. She's sleeping oh, no. naked. She's, oh, oh. she's left this massive skin mark down on my leg and on my fucking what on my bed sheet. So I sat there for a while. I thought. <laughs> she made a bit of a fucking dog's breakfast out of this. So Jeez. I, I, 
I, I had to wake her up, but I fucking jumped in the shower. I told her if she was born by the time I was out, fucking all hell would be paid loose. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank fuck. She, she, was, she was gone by the time I was back in. Uh, she blocked me and I haven't heard from her since. Oh, my God. Is that, that, is, that almost sounds made up, but I know it's not. I can tell how genuine that story is. But what? And that's my I reaction wish, to that. I wish it was made up. Or I wish <laughs> yeah, I ended up in her place. What the fuck? I'm not sorry. I'm, see, the last two um, stories that we had, they were like, they were good. They were fantastic. That just went to like the next level. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what was it? Mexican and Indian, was it? No, she she we went we went to an Indian restaurant. She was yeah. half Pakistani, half Indian. Right-o. But then we, but then we ended up with a few sloppy margaritas. <laughs> so, it, so what's the, the learning you know, here? Well, what's the learning? The moral here? of the story is if you, if you go out with an Indian girl, that, don't take it for Indian. <laughs> Maybe stick with the fucking palmers at the pub. Oh, I don't know if that is the moral of the story. I really don't know if there is a moral to the story. I just, I'm just no. The, the moral of the story is keep your shower close by. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky. I'm lucky the shower's in my room, but fuck, she's also lucky she was gone by the time I was back. Jeez. So there's no. So she blocked you. You said after that. Um. Yeah. I did. I did ring her. I was. Gonna, I was only going to give her a spray, but yeah. I, well, it I sounds like she gave you the spray. Her. but bloody hell man oh geez okay well that is uh, that is what the topic disaster dates is i mean to be fair and i'm not trying to make light out of a bad situation but it did go well before that except by the sounds of things um well we did we did you have a fun play date after dinner so was it worth it <laughs> was, it worth, was it worth the day cleaning my bed sheets? I reckon oh. bloody hell it was. Bloody hell! And you you debrief with your friends about this, right? What, what do they What do they say? Ah, uh, I mean, a lot of my friends have probably done and seen a lot worse. So mm. it was all, mainly just laughs all around the place. But it's not something to be telling me, mum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what? I like I I have empathy for both of you, right? And you're probably like, "What the hell? Why do you feel?" You know, that is just like you can't. She didn't mean to do that, right? But obviously, I think what makes it worse is that it was a like a, a very new first date, right? So, you know, I think I think what makes it worse is there was fucking solid. <laughs> yeah, well, that too, and changing the sheets. Yeah, to be honest, I'm trying to make a light out of a bad situation. I can't. I really can't. There's no defending here. I think it's just block and move on. Mainly, until I run into her one day and we have an awkward conversation. Oh, well, you just take her for a palmer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I um, I don't know if you go to Holy Moly or Strike much, but I've got some vouchers for you to go to some mini oh, golf. I, 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 I love both of them, actually. Oh, fantastic. I've got Holy Moly, I think, uh, for this week's episode. So I'll, I'll send them your way. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for the laugh. I really appreciate that. That's lifted my spirits up, even though it was a... Not the nicest story on your part, but um, yeah, I hope you have a, the, a good rest of your day and um, hopefully we can be in touch some other time. Glad to be on and um, glad I'll, I'll lift you up a bit. Awesome, mate. Thanks Cheers so much, boys. Patrick. Cheers. All right, we just had Patrick and now we're going to finish off with one of my friends. I, I've been trying to uh, get him on the line for so long. Actually, funnily enough, this podcast idea um, was thought of during COVID times, which was so long ago. And finally, three or four years later, I'm doing it and I'm joined by my friend Dan. Dan, how are you? We finally have you. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Dan's like, what are you, why'd you drag me into this? <laughs> so Dan, today's episode was disaster dates and I just had uh, three pretty funny, funny stories, but I wanted to ask you, do you have one for us? And it'd be nice to get your point of view because obviously you've dated guys before and we didn't get that perspective um, before from our callers. So yes, why didn't you tell us your story? What happened? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, interesting one. Um, so, 
I went on a date with a guy that I talked to on Tinder for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed like a very nice guy. Uh, red about red flag. Games nice guy. Red flag, stuff. Dan. No, no. <laughs> Should have seen it coming. <laughs> um, but we went, uh, we went on a date just to a pub. Um, and, you know, the first, like, half an hour or so, it was a pretty good date. Again, just talked about video games and science and work and all that jazz. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> out of nowhere, he just goes, oh, what race are you, by the way? And I was like, um, what? And he was like, oh, you know, like, what, what race are you? And I was like, uh, do you mean what ethnicity am I? And he kind of like rolled his eyes and was like, oh, yes, that's what I meant. Uh, and I was like, uh, well... My dad is uh, from the UK and my mom is Egyptian. And he was like, oh, that's, um, that's cool. Um, <laughs> conversation uh, kind of hit a lull. Uh, and it was kind of a little bit like pulling teeth at that point. And then like five minutes later, he was like, oh, I just need to go to the bathroom. I'll be back in a sec. And I was like, yeah, no good, whatever. Um, and then like 10 minutes went by and I was like, oh, it was a bit weird. Oh, no. And I just was like, you know, he's just taking a shit. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, then like another 10 minutes went by and I was like, oh, okay. This is a bit weird. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and then I went to check Tinder and sure enough, he had blocked me. What? And he had left me with the bill for dinner and oh. all the beers we'd gotten. Oh, my gosh. No. Yes. You, what? He actually blocked you, like, live? So he obviously didn't go to the bathroom, or did he? And snuck out No, he did not. So I'm assuming he just left. Oh, God. But I feel yeah, like two so, minutes waiting for someone's a long time, but 20 minutes? Jeez. Yeah, well. Did you get a bad again, feeling at that point? Surely. I mean, when he went, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, um, well, I mean, actually, to be fair, as soon as he said, what race are you? I was like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's that was gross my, that was my first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah, apparently, it's a... Uh, seems to offend him on a genetic level because you see what I look like. I'm very stereotypically pale blonde. Yeah, that's right. That's like, that's It's like when people ask where I'm from and you know me. Like, I go, yeah, I'm from yeah. Australia. And they're like, no, where are you from? I'm like, okay, so you're yeah. like, why am I black? <laughs> no, I'm not black. But yeah. Well, it's, it's such a weird, it's such like an inappropriate thing to ask. Yeah, but like, you, you're right. You're Caucasian and they're, they're going, what race are you? I don't, what, what was he, what, what did he want? What, what answer did I, he I want just, from that? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm assuming he wanted like, <laughs> oh, I'm Australian and my grandparents are Australian and their grandparents are Australian. <laughs> Australian, I don't know. What, what threw him <laughs> off about that? The, the Egyptian part? I don't I'm, understand. I, I, I'm assuming so. As I said, I think he was just like actually offended on a genetic level that I was not 100% white. Yeah, wow. Which is, again, gross. <laughs> this is so, yeah, ge- genuinely shocking. Day. Yeah, that is genuinely shocking behavior from someone. Like you hear about those things in movies almost. Like it's just not real. How does this happen? Like if someone actually leaves a date halfway through and stiffs you with the bill. And it was expensive yeah, no, as well, I, right? Uh, like, it wasn't too bad. It was like, I don't know, 90 bucks, 110 bucks, something. Yeah, like, it wasn't huge, but like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I was just more angry that he of course. had to pay for a racist dinner. Yeah, <laughs> the racist dinner, we're calling it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is shocking. And then after that, was it just grinder instead of Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> that but is yeah, shocking. honestly, honestly, 
had a much better time on Grinder than Tinder. Yeah. I'm throwing it out there. Oh, of course. No, but I think this guy, like, genuinely, I, I hope... Oh, I don't want to sound too mean to everyone listening. I don't want to say things like karma. I hope karma gets him, but... <laughs> like, come on. I mean, man. I don't not hope it. Especially when you so hurt one of my friends. We'll phrase it that way. Yeah, wow. And the, 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 you know, the nerve to block you as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, how do I put this? I was angry that it happened, but I'm not mad that it happened because, like, obviously I don't want to associate with someone like that. So, <laughs> of like, course not. It ended for the best. It was yeah. just, like, a gross thing to happen. Yeah. No, it's just, like, so how do people lower themselves to those standards to do that? Like, to actually walk out without pain. That, I mean, I know oh, even I mean, asking yeah. the race is, you know, I know that's part of the story as well, but just walking out without pain and, and just, like, bailing on the date. So rude. Yeah. I Huge take personal mode. offense to this, given it in my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is As so bad. Disaster of disaster dates. Definitely. And then shortly after that, hopefully, you, you found your partner. Yep. Found Xander. He's great. Beautiful. Fantastic. Oh, well, it ended well. Well, thank gosh. But hopefully that, that guy isn't roaming the streets still. He's, he's not welcome back to that pub ever again. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for the story, Dan. We're, we're, we're sorry to hear that, but we're, we're glad it turned out well for you in the end. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. See ya. All right. See ya. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the disaster date stories. I hope you enjoyed those. I really enjoyed them as well. And I'm sure there are so many more funny stories out there. If you have one, please feel free to write in. With that being said, I'm going to tell you how to do that. Um, It's not writing in. Obviously, everything is digital these days. Now, last week, um, and I, I reassure all my friends this all the time. I do not listen to the podcast. But last week, one of my friends pointed out, I kept saying that we ranked um, in the top 30 for dating apps. Now, I don't know why I kept saying dating apps. It's dating podcasts. We're not a dating app. I don't have a dating app. Um, <laughs> maybe one day. But um, yeah, feedspot.com. So podcast.feedspot.com have listed us in their top 30 best dating podcasts. And we're listed at number eight there. Although in saying that, I don't think this is a ranking. I think we're just listed number eight there. And funnily enough, I think that's where, where all of the listens have come from. And that's why they spiked as of late. And we appreciate all the listens that we're getting from a variety of countries now because I think this site is American. Um, and there's an email contact button and under it, um, it, it links to our email, which is wait before you swipe podcast at gmail.com. And funnily enough, I, I hadn't logged onto that email in a while, but I saw um, a, a question from a listener. Her name is Cynthia. And I'm not going to say her last name because that would be rude. And Cynthia reached out two weeks ago and I'm sorry, I'm only getting to it now, but she had a question and it might tie in nicely with the self-help segment, which we don't really do anymore. <laughs> so this might be better if we end up taking questions. So I encourage people to write in, oh, I keep saying write in, email us and we can explore their questions and see if we can do a bit of help. So this is Cynthia's question. Hi there. I have a question for one of your debates. I've been seeing a guy for three to four months now. We've been hooking up, going on dates. I've noticed the last few weeks he has started to pull away, not text as much. He's shorter in his replies. And the other day he left me on red. Oh no. Oh dear. Well, what do we do here? Oh my God. Get the, get, call your best friend. Get on the phone now and tell her that this guy's a jerk. No, no, I don't mean that at all. So, all right. So he's pulling away. All right. Here's what you do when someone pulls away, Cynthia. You need to bombard them. Text them so much. No, don't do that at all. Here's what you do. When someone pulls away, give them space. So if the person you're seeing is pulling away, and I noted this down, so it sounds like I'm reading it, but I'm going to try and keep this natural, even though I, I jotted some points down. If the person you're seeing is pulling away, you must respect their need for space, even though that probably sucks. So, and as I'm answering this, I should say that this advice or our opinion, it's, there's no one size fits all. Every situation is unique. So don't, you know, take this as gospel or anything. But I think when someone pulls away, the best thing you can do is not chase. 
um, ever. Because why would you want to try and convince someone to be with you when they're pulling away? That's the worst thing you can do is suffocate someone or think that you need to do some gesture to try and get them back invested into something that they're pulling away from. You might get an answer if you communicate effectively with them as to why they're pulling away. I don't think you need to do that straight away. Like if, if you're noticing that they're not texting as much, especially if they leave you on red, it could be for so many reasons, by the way. So the, I wouldn't take it personally, but if you notice them pulling away or you notice that your communication style has changed or you're messaging all the time and then suddenly you're not, I would give them space and focus on yourself. All right. So give them space. So if the person you're seeing is pulling away, it's essential to respect their need for space. And yeah, yeah just do you for a little while because bombarding people with texts when they're, whether they're not, whether they're subconsciously or consciously asking for space, you need to respect that and need to put the attention back on yourself. And, and when you're busy, I think I've said this before, when you're busy and you're focusing on yourself, you don't really have time to worry or, or get anxious over little things like reply times and, and someone pulling away or reading into things like they used to text me good morning and now they don't text me, you know, things like that. So give them space. Do not chase. I, that, that's, I mean, there might be ones in a bloomer in a story where someone persists and persists and then they get the person they were after. But I, I generally think when someone pulls away, you need to give them that space because the more that you push, the more they pull away. Once you've given them that space and you notice that they, you know, they tend to, they might start to reach out again, then I would communicate with them openly and honestly. Because one thing you don't want to do is hide your feelings or, or start getting into a state where you start to play mind games, because that can be really detrimental to any friendship or situationship. Um, and that's where things get messy, because I think energies need to align and when you're all on the same page and you're vibing, like everything's great. But when you start to play games and go, oh, you know what? Like I'm going to wait six hours to reply. So that way they think I'm busy. I think that's where things get a little bit dangerous. Of course, if you're busy with your own life and you need to reply later, that's fine. And that happens. But I'm saying if you're doing it purposely, that's probably not the energy that you want to be on. Okay. So once you give them that space, I think, yeah, you can have a conversation with them. And I always maintain that these combos are best done in person or over the phone. I think when you bombard someone with really long messages, it can start to scare them away a little bit. So if someone's pulling away and then you send them this massive essay saying, oh, I feel like you're doing this. You're not replying to me as much. You're not saying goodnight like you used to. Those things can really put pressure on someone and they're not really going to want to come back to something like that. So I would really, yeah, maintain that distance, focus on yourself. And then when you feel like, you know, you've, you've got a level head or you're, you're, you're grasping what's happened a bit better and you're not worrying or you're not anxious about the situation, the situation, then you can start to have those open chats with them. Another thing is don't blame yourself this whole time. So when someone pulls away, don't start thinking, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? And what do I need to do better? Because generally I think that's not the case. It, it can be so many different reasons why someone would pull away. And the number one thing we do, and it's easier said than done when you're not in the situation, but when you're in the situation, you start blaming yourself and thinking about all the things that you could have done better or all the, maybe the arguments you had or things that you could have, you know, improved on. It's all learning. And um, that's how you behave in the, in the moment. And looking back on it isn't going to change anything. So you can only move forward. And another one is just be patient. Because I think, yeah, people, it's funny. When, you're, when you want to talk to someone all the time, one hour of not talking to them feels like one day. And, but really, in hindsight, like, there's going to be a time where you two talk again. And I think people act ration, irrationally and they start messaging them and bombarding their phone thinking that, you know, it's been eight hours since I've replied. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make the next move and start saying this isn't good enough. And then bang, it's like, hang on, if you just waited like a night, it just slept on it, you might've had a completely different result. By the way, with all of this, I'm not um, taken away because people have probably listened to this going, hang on, what about the person who's pulling away? Like they should just be better. Like you should let them go and move on. Well, yeah, that might be true as well, but every situation is unique, as I said, and there's not one size fits all, but I'm just saying in general, from talking to a lot of friends about dating and being in situations myself, that generally when someone pulls away, the worst thing you can do is 
chase them. And another thing is Cynthia as well. Like we don't know the full extent of what he's going through behind closed doors. So there might be a reason that he's pulling away that is completely unrelated to you or generally, and this might not be the answer. Maybe he has lost interest or attraction. That, that is one reason. Maybe he, he hasn't. Maybe he's just busy. So you don't really know. So the best thing you can do is control what you can control. Focus on yourself. And then if they're meant to, they will come back. Now, that is my stance. I know people might be listening going, oh, well, what do you know? You, you know, what do you know, hero? Well, I don't care. That is my advice. Thank you so much for writing in, Cynthia. Wait before you swipe podcast at gmail.com. If you have a question, we will go through that next week. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us. I thought instead of the outro song, I'm going to play a cover that I've been working on. It's by SZA, and this song is called Snooze, and I just love this song so much. And I thought it might be an opportunity to share some of the music I've been working on, which I don't share as much anymore. Um... And I just love her lyrics. And this song is basically about finding someone and being so infatuated with them that you can't even sleep. And that's the premise behind the the meaning snooze. And you'll probably listen to the lyrics. Basically, she's saying the time with you is so good that you don't even want to, you know, you know, when you just find someone that you want to stay up with them so late, you might have work at 6 or 7 a.m. the next morning, but you're up till 2 or 3 a.m. in bed just talking with them because you don't want to snooze and miss out on the good moments you're having with them. So that is what this song is. I'll play my cover. I don't know if you like it. It's an acoustic version. And we'll see you next week on Wait Before You Swipe. I touch that five for you. I do that three, four times again. I testify for you. I told that lie, I kill that bitch. I do what all of them around you scared to do. I'm not. Long as you're jogging out here for me, I got it. My been scheming, looting, had your bodies. Long as you're dreaming about me, ain't no problem. I don't got nobody just with you right now. Tell the truth, I look better under you. I can lose when I'm with you. How can I snooze and miss a moment? You're just too important. Nobody do body like you do. I can lose when I'm with you. I can't just snooze and miss a moment. You're just too important. Nobody do body like you do. You do.